Hey guys, on this episode of Black and Behind the Scenes, we're giving you so much drama that's going on with um, Disney assuming full control over Hulu, as well as layoffs at Disney and Fox Films. Yikes. Ooh, Chile. And also in our spoiler alert, we are going to highlight all of the summer TV and films must watch. Yes. And our spotlight today is Karen just newly announced Yes, guys, so get ready for our latest episode of Black and Behind the Scenes. Hey, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Black and Behind the Scenes. I'm Antoinette. And I'm Brittany. What's going on, Brittany? How's it going? It's going great. It's our last episode for the season. It is. Yay! I mean, we're excited because we get to take like a little break. Which yes, guys. Yes. We really need. We really do need personally, it. but mm-hmm. um, not excited to be away from you guys because uh, we enjoy doing the podcast. Yeah. And bringing you all these updates and um, all these things to look forward to. Mm-hmm. But you know, everybody needs a break. Yeah, you we're know? creatives. We create, and we need a break. Um, <laughs> yeah, you need like decompressing time. You really do. Mm-hmm. That's what I tell my um. So I'm in charge, like, a group of, they, we call them makers. Um, mm-hmm. So they're animators, editors, and stuff like that. And so other people want them to, like, continuously working on something. Like, so if they finish with of one course, project. corporate people don't understand. Right. Yeah, they, they finish with it. one project. Not even just corporate people, but within our own department, the producers, the project managers, when they finish a project, they're on them, like, okay, can you start this? Did you do this? Did you? I'm mm-hmm. like, y'all. Y'all need some decompressed time. Yeah. So if you feel like, hey, I'm done with this project, I need 30 minutes, 40 minutes, Take let a, me know. A Take a break yeah. because to be in your creative mind all the time, is it can be too much. Mm-hmm. So. For sure. Definitely. Decompression is important. It's important mm-hmm. to your self-care. It definitely is, guys. It's like keep going and going and like you're just going to produce bad content or just things are going to mess. Like we don't want to do that to you guys. Yeah. Fuck you. We're going to bring you great stuff. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're going to take a little break after this season. And, of course, we'll be back in the fall. Yep. With, um, you know, a whole new lineup and we're going to go as usual. Yep. So, yeah. So, um, with that being said, I'm going to get ready, guys, um, to dig right on into this. industry rundown that I have is give me two seconds because I'm looking for this article on my phone right now because this is something that just broke well not really broke it happened last week but I wasn't able to bring it to you but I don't know if you heard Brittany that um Will Smith and Queen Latifah will be joining forces to produce a hip-hop Romeo and Juliet for Netflix I saw that yes so um, it made me think of Karma, the hip hop. Yes, it made me think of Carmen, the hip hop. The hip hop starring Beyonce and um, Makai Pfeiffer. (laughs) That hot mess. Classic, but yeah. Um. (laughs) So the Hollywood Reporter says the movie is described as a twist to the the William Shakespeare classic set against an urban theme or urban rhythm of New York. The story follows a young waitress from the streets of Brooklyn and an aspiring musician from a wealthy family whose unconventional romance forces them into conflict and life choices. Of course, we know the story of Romeo and Juliet. Right. But are you interested in seeing this and are you excited for this particular project? I am interested. I mean, 
just because it is Queen Latifah and Will Smith mm -hmm. that's at the helm of this. But let me ask you this question, sure. and it may be unpopular opinion, but like, I'm just concerned that we're doing a lot of content and just putting a black face on it just for the sake of saying black people can do it. You know Agreed. what I'm saying? Like, I feel like there's a whole lot more original content that can be done and for us just to remake a, a, and recycle a whole bunch of other things that's already been done and just putting black faces on it or like a black spin. I mean, yeah, I'm here for it. I'm all about black people being employed and and all of that, but eh, I'm, I want something more original. I mean, just like, I don't know if this is part of your industry report, but like how Chris Rock is doing this Saw thing. Like, Girl, yeah. What? So, I mean, so, I, so, I mean, so <laughs> let me just say, I am here for the Romeo and Juliet hip-hopero. Yes, whatever it is. I am too. But what? again, I just, you know. Uh, this is kind of the same discussion that we had when Taraji P. Henson did What Women Want. Um, exactly. Kind, it's kind of the same notion of that. Exactly. And we, the little movie with the whole spin of big. Yes. You know, it's it's just exactly. that it's not that we don't want, you know, to see content from black people. It's just that we want to see original content. Right. Because it's there and we have those stories. And... That's Antoinette's dog. It is. Um, please, I don't think she's not Mike, so you may not be able to really hear her very loud. Let's keep her quiet. So, anyway, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, so we just want to um, be able to see, you know, original content come yeah. from black creators in just a different realm. So, yeah. Yeah. But we're still, we're, we're still going to watch it, and we're still Absolutely. going to um, support it, for sure. For sure. All right, guys. Um, the next story up is Disney is assuming full operational control of Hulu. So I meant to bring it to you guys last <sighs> yeah, week, yeah, but this, yeah. is, this is quite interesting. So it's a very short um, topic. But, um, yeah, so Disney is taking full control of Hulu. The majority owner of Hulu says Tuesday morning that it has entered into an agreement with Comcast to allow... That will allow it to be controlled for the controlled shareholders of the streaming service. Yeah. As a part of the agreement, Comcast will re require Disney to buy NBC Universal's interest in Hulu as early as January 2024. And Disney can require NBC Universal to sell its interest to Disney for its fair market value. So basically, guys, we already know that Disney took over Fox mm -hmm. and all these, basically, all these big lump sum of companies are coming together and forming like mega, you know, mm -hmm. big companies. And, and what's funny is that we've reported on this before. Um, we've been following this story and this trend that's been happening in Hollywood over the past two years that we've had this, like, show, basically, mm -hmm. of what's been going on since last summer. And... Um, Recently on NPR, they talked about how a lot of black content is getting cut, a lot of minority co content is being cut. Right. And they were saying, is it because of these, all these mega super, you know, uh, content providers are getting together and they're saying, okay, we can dump this. We don't want this. We don't want that. Or right. is there something deeper, which, which it is something deeper, but I just want to know your opinion. Yeah. But yeah. No, I thought about that because, you know, yesterday, well, not yesterday, our last episode, we talked about 
um, Star and Empire mm-hmm. being canceled. Right. And initially, I just thought, okay, that was all from um, repercussions of the Josie Smollett scandal. But then I mean, it didn't dawn on me until much later that, oh, this could be because of the merger. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, for them to get rid of um, content that's not aligned with Disney ABC's brand, right? Mm -hmm. So like Star, Empire, and maybe some other Fox shows are a little bit more grittier than what you would see on ABC. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they could just be getting rid of all that urban shit. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? For lack of of better words, I mean, yeah, that's what it appears to be. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, that, I agree. And because I'm, they've already laid off a bunch of people from Fox. I was getting to that next. Yeah. Yep. So, so layoffs have. So, my next article up, guys, was layoff. Layoffs hit Disney and Fox Film Group. Mm-hmm. All right. This is courtesy of Variety. Disney has has not officially stated what specific departments will be impacted. Although the distribution division, particularly staffers overseeing the domestic rollout of films are expected to be among the hardest hits. Cuts in the publicity and marketing department are expected to be taking place on Thursday, which was last Thursday, guys. More information is is expected after pink slips are handed out, um, after another insider added. Layoffs are taking place across both Walt Disney Studios and 20th Century Fox on Wednesday. A spokesperson for the combined studios confirmed to Variety that the cuts are specifically being made in film staff and individual individuals with knowledge of the company said said and came on the hills which came on the hills of Disney's 71.3 billion acquisition of the much market of the 21st century Fox films and television ad sets. So guys, we've talked about this before and just to piggyback to just what we just said is that whenever we have big mergers or you see companies taking over another one, you have tons of layoffs. And the first departments to go normally are marketing and advertising. Yeah, because Um, it's crossover. Right. Exactly. Um, There's no need for two marketing departments, two advertising departments. Right. Just get rid of it. Right. Just get rid of one. Um, So yeah. So yeah. I do think it's interesting that... um, because Disney is coming out with this Disney Plus streaming. Yes. Um, they did, from what I remember about them starting this merger, this buyout of Fox was they kind of wanted to um, have access to their content for their library. Yes. Or their streaming service. Mm-hmm. And then for them to have Disney Plus and then have this much percentage control, control over, over Hulu. Hulu I don't know. I just really feel like these are um, antitrust law, um, you know, <laughs> violations, violations, you know. But um, it, it it passed. But you know, there is some litigation. I haven't really dug into the paperwork of what's going on, but people are, are trying to see if this is even legal for them to even do this to, right. to have this much control over the market because this is unprecedented. Like it this is. is this is insane of it what there was going on right now but it also comes to the fact that we've been talking about this how there really isn't that much money in making content nowadays there and i'm going to get into that in the next segment of what i'm going to talk about like it's just it's insane but let me get into what the next um ticket is on the on the chopping block i guess or the news so tv upfront aftermath nine studio chiefs 
chief sound off on the surprising trends of shopping shows. So this article is by Leslie Goldsberg, courtesy of The Hollywood Reporter. All right, so for those of you who all don't know what an upfront is, the upfront is a gathering at the start of an important advertising sales period held by television network executives and is attended by major advertisers and media. Mm -hmm. To basically buy into the show, or this is what's coming out, and you guys should, you know, right. get your coins up, and this is what we what we have for you. Right. The major networks mm -hmm. show um, what they plan to the fall lineup for the fall. Mm -hmm. um, so, the, out of this report, I just highlighted what the specifics were. So basically, Leslie went in, and she, um, I mean, Lindsay went in, and she basically just fired off a bunch of questions to these executives. And out of those questions, I picked the best out of the five responses. Mm -hmm. So the first response is, um, what was the buzzworthy buzzword of the upfronts this week's? Um, so the, word, the words were spinoff and stability. Mm. It says a lot, right? It says a lot. Um, what was the most surprising trend? There aren't many new shows for the fall. And that is a lot, and there's a lot on the table about reboots and not, but not that many will be, but not that many of them will be on the actual schedule. And I'll get into that in a second because you guys will see some of the reboots that have, they have been teasing that, that's coming. They're actually not, or they haven't been bought by any major networks as of yet. Hmm. So, and the most frustrating, frustrating trend they said dealing with the rising cost of talent, actors, writers, and showrunners, yet still wanting to produce quality premium staff on a budget and a business model that makes sense. Mm, mm -hmm. So these are some of the things that, you know, guys, that they're dealing with with this, okay? Mm -hmm. um, and also, another person said that the migration to multiple platforms. As new ones emerge, they want to put our shows on multiple platforms instead of just one. Mm -hmm. And it complicates the deal-making process. Mm -hmm. So this is also what's going on right now with a lot of the writers and um, agencies and things like that, that they're having these protests and arguments and conflicts and contracts, which is similar to the writers' strike that happened back in 2009, I believe, 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, literally, where shows were shut down, and this is where all the reality TV shows started coming yep. in. Yep. Um, so the biggest difference between this year versus last year was how we were staffing our shows. Last year, we were dealing with agents. This year, we're dealing mostly with lawyers. Interesting. Mm -hmm. There's also greater concern generally about the state of traditional linear broadcast television. Well, duh. Yes. And the presentations uh, where about a, oh, I'm sorry. The presentation were about a slate of networks. Oh, the presentations this year were about a slate of networks instead of a slate of shows. And the brand did not feel entirely cohesive because they're throwing a lot at you. So instead of them promoting TV shows and what's coming in the fall, they're promoting these big brands. Like, oh, this is the big streaming service that we're coming out with. Or um, this is this big platform that we have coming out mm -hmm. versus the actual content itself that's going to support that actual streaming service. Mm -hmm. um, the thing I still can't believe that happened at this year's Upfronts, um, they said the Beverly Hill 90210 cast being on stage at the Upfronts. 
So I guess like uh And see like okay, so that goes to okay, wait, were you done? Almost. Okay, go ahead, go okay. ahead. Okay. I'll I'll put um, a pin in my thought. All right, so this is the last I have a couple more. The hardest call I made or received was we were passionate about the Kerry Washington, Leslie Odom pilot for ABC that didn't go. Mm-hmm. That was heartbreaking because it was based on a personal story. And guys, we told you about that a few months back. Mm-hmm. This is the story of the Pastor Torre and San- Sandra Jake Robertson that was supposed to come out on ABC, but it hasn't been picked up. And I think it's actually been, yeah, it's not coming. Um, yeah. But you say it was about Torre. Yeah, Pastor Torre. Yeah. And who? And Sandra. Sarah Jakes. Yeah, Sarah Jakes. Oh, her name is Sandra? Sarah? It's Sarah. Yeah, Sarah. Did I say Sandra? You Sorry. <laughs> That's what I was like. Sandra. I was like, now who? Who? who Sorry, people. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah Jakes. Jakes. So, yes, I remember. It was supposed to be a... um. A show about their love. Mm-hmm. Their love and ministry and kind of the ins and outs of that. Yeah, so it hasn't been picked up. And also, guys, New York Undercover, um, they're currently shopping it, but they, it, they're they hoping to get a better call for, that, for it to be picked up. But what's that originally supposed to be on Fox? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I did read that um, Fox canceled a lot of shows um, and movies. Mm-hmm. That were slated to come out this year mm-hmm. under Fox. Yeah. <sighs> okay, a couple more. Hold on, hold on. Okay. The biggest threat to the traditional studio business is the challenge is balancing the ex- escalating costs with existing business models and being nimble enough to figure out new business models to make it work. Right. And the overall deal business is out of control. Oh, everybody has an overall deal. <laughs> And, I mean, that's no tea. <laughs> to get an overall deal is a good thing, but it also because, every other week, because every other so week. many people are getting them, it almost seems easy to attain. Right. And exactly. I don't want to simplify it, but it's just like, damn, everybody gets an overall deal. Mm-hmm. I I think, you know, contrary to popular belief, you know. People are thinking, oh, this is going to be the end of broadcast networks. I think they will weather the storm. Um, oh, they're going to take a huge freaking hit. They'll take a hit. Oh, a hell of a but hit. But they have to, just as the article suggests, think about the change in business model mm-hmm. because there are so many avenues in which people can um, produce and make their own content and distributed right right and so it's almost like when broadcast networks get to that content it's too little too late they already have this big fan base um these content um creators Mm -hmm. and so yeah they're coming with the fans already in the pocket and asking for big big bucks Mm -hmm. which i ain't mad at um but you know what like i just no no you know what I found interesting is that this is the point in time as to which a lot of black content creators are coming into the industry. Yes. And it, it irritates me because this is a great time, but it's also the downfall of the freaking industry at the same time. Yeah, because I was going to say, yeah, like, it's just, it, I was it's just about to say, this upset. is really, because, <laughs> like, the cost of, like, paying big talents, think about, like, the salaries that people were making on the Big Bang Theory, Friends, like, 
how much they were making per episode. Right. And now I feel like, okay, now we're at a time in which black people can really come to the table. Uh And now people are talking about, oh, well, we just can't really pay for all of that Mm -hmm. now. Yep. It wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the unfortunate part about everything. And I, I really found that interesting how... And that's when the people talk about the renaissance and this of this television. I'm just like, don't get ahead of yourself, guys. Like, really relax. I understand that we're excited that we have content on television, but we really have to think about this long term. Like, how is this going to affect us? Are we really going to have a seat at the table? Are we really going to be at the helms of our content? Are we going to be in control of the narrative now as far as distribution, you know, creation, and Everything, And that's why I say broadcast networks are going to weather the storm because as it seems, as it is right now, they still have very much a large portion of control of distribution, yes. of um, control over what is um, the contents or content creators are able to do. I mean, just with this merger with Fox and Disney, we went from what six major studios to or networks to five you know right and so we think we have a lot of options but we really don't think about how much disney abc owns Mm -hmm. and then think about how much content that you watch of that that is already on those networks right you're not getting a lot of variety it may seem that way but you're not. Um, right. So, interesting things. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, guys. So, that's it for the industry rundown. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks, Antoinette. You're welcome. Innovative, creative, overall black excellence. It's time for the spotlight. All right, you guys, it's time for the spotlight. All right, Brittany, who do you have up for the spotlight? Today, because we were talking all so much about network things. Yes. Our spotlight today is Karen Gist. She is the newly announced showrunner for ABC's Blackish spinoff, Mixed Ah, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. So Karen um, was previously the showrunner for Fox's Star. Mm-hmm. For the past two right. seasons, um, she has an overall deal with 20th Century Fox, but like we've been saying, which is now under Disney, mm-hmm. she is the first person to have a deal under Fox that has been tapped for a role under ABC. Nice. Okay, so nice. she's the first, and vice versa. She's the first one who was able to make that little switch, mm-hmm. right? Um, Karen has a degree in English Lit from Spelman University. Nice. Spelman College, I'm sorry. She has a Spelman College. And she has a JD from Georgetown University. And then after her JD, she practiced law for three years. And then she went to go and pursue her dream in the entertainment industry and became a writer. Her first gig was a writer for um, Girlfriends. Oh, cool. Everybody started out like on Girlfriends and stuff Mm -hmm. like this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just a little fun fact, she is a member of one of the most (laughs) illustrious organizations 
there has ever been on this planet, and that is Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. All right now. You know, I just wanted to, every time I got to always give, a little I soft. give my sorrows an extra little spin, you know what I'm saying? But, um, absolutely. So she was tapped to be the showrunner from Kenya Barish. He wanted her to be the showrunner, right? Mm -hmm. And um, because she was under that overall deal with 20th Century Fox, you know, they were able to make that happen within all of few phone calls and then a couple of hours later she got that nice. and it just so happened that it wrapped up a little nicely because star was canceled and mm -hmm. now she gets to move on to this new gig yeah so, um that's nice but previously to working on star which was her first gig as a showrunner oh um, fabulous yeah she was a writer for Grey's Anatomy um she's written several episodes for House of Lives um, ABC's Revenge, Undercovers, One Tree Hill, and she is currently working on um, the script for Sister Act 3. Oh, oh, yes. I, did I know that was coming or was I? I, I heard, I think I heard about the Sister Act 3. I think um, like years ago though, right? Or is it? I don't, I don't know. know. I think I dismissed it because I was just like, why? But okay. black women are at the helm of um, making Sister Act 3 come into fruition. So they're, right. they're working on that. Um, Karen, she is a champion of getting more diverse voices about women of color. Nice. In front of and behind the scenes. So that is our spotlight for today. Fantastic. Karen just. Well, one thing I do hope for Karen is that she's able to take a break before she starts the new show because I think the show's coming out this fall. In the right? fall. This, yeah, so I mean, I honestly hope she gets a little time away Yes. Um, to, you know, recuperate from stars and that, that whole, you know, we'll being see. a showrunner on that, take a break and then jump back into her next role because I'm pretty sure that Mixed Dish is going to take off like a wildfire because we saw that um, promo for it. What yeah. did you think about it? Um... I thought it was it was definitely funnier than I thought it mm -hmm. would would be. Um, we'll see. I'm still not convinced on mix mix ish. Okay, I, I actually am more excited about it now that I saw the promo for it. It made me excited to watch the show because before, remember, I was like, I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> you know, I just we'll see. Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, again, I'm all excited because it's. Like I said last week, my most exciting or interesting thing about the show is that it's going to give us a perspective yes. about black life <clears throat> that true. we have not seen. Very so true. I am here for that. So. One thing I'm interested that's funny is Tinka Shumter. Shumter. She's playing the mother. Which is like absurd to me. It is because on the show, her mother is biracial. Yes. So it's like she's only a quarter black. Yes. <laughs> How is she full black? Back in the day, and, and you know, fast she's forward. a full dark skinned lady back a in the dark day. Skin. And now I mean, she's she and Tamara Mama dark skin, okay? Like, she's a black woman. That's why I'm like, <laughs> I think that's why I'm like, come on. <laughs> yeah, okay. You guys gonna have to explain that get one. Get to that us. together. Really, get it together. I that love was, her, but let's recast. Yeah, I don't know about that. Let's have some consistency yeah, here. Yeah, a little bit. Jeez. Like, come on. Okay, all right. All right. That's it for me. Awesome. <laughs>
guys, it's time for spoiler alert. Woohoo! What do we have? And today, um, since this is the last episode of the season, I'm not going to spoil anything in particular, but I want to um, let you guys know about a slate of TV and film that's coming out this summer to look for. Yes, um, yes. That we won't be able to review, but um, like I said, it's we'll black watching, content. Yeah. We'll be supporting, we'll be watching, and I want you guys to do the same. Yes. So let's start with TV. Um, let's see. In no particular like order of importance or even date of rollout. <laughs> <laughs> Here is what you can expect to um, be shown on the small screen this summer mm -hmm. pose although it's not a um black quote-unquote tv show is created by ryan murphy who is not white but the cast is of a minority um yes pretty much predominantly um minority black cast and um transgendered mm -hmm. yeah. women so i wanted to highlight them pose will be returning for its season two june 11th Mm -hmm. And season one is currently streaming on Netflix. Correct. Mm -hmm. Claws on TNT mm -hmm. with Nisi Nash, Karuchi Charan is going to be premiering June 11th as well on um, TNT. Mm -hmm. FX is Snowfall season three. Oh, yeah. July 10th. Mm -hmm. um, Power in its final season, season six. We'll be back on August 25th. I'm excited. Can't wait. I'm very much excited for that. I'm ready for it to wrap, honestly. <laughs> for real, for real. <laughs> for real, for real. Um, Grownish, although not yeah. returning for season three, it has been renewed for season three, mm -hmm. but season two pick up from its yeah. break, from its winter break. That was a long break. That was a long break. I was um, wondering what the hell happened, but you know. It's coming it's back. Me. <laughs> on Freeform, June 5th. Awesome. The Last OG, Season 2, premiering May 21st. So Thanks. that's this week. And it's already been renewed for Season 3. Okay. So that's really good. All right. Um, and then also, this is not a black show at all, but it is one of my favorites. And um, I thought it was interesting that they had some black cast members on the... Um, lineup this season black mirror season five. Oh yeah, yeah is coming yeah. out june 5th and it nice. looks like there's going to be an episode with anthony mackie um oh, cool. we have damonson idris in there and nice. yaya abdul mateen is also going to be in a couple of episodes of black mirror so oh, sweet look out for that if you guys don't know black mirror is a show about technology and just how it connects us to people. Our future of what future. really is coming. Right. Look, guys, like, this and stuff is eerie. It's, <laughs> it's really eerie. It's several vignettes, so it's, each episode is a different storyline. It is, yeah, completely yeah. different. So look out for those characters. So it's really good. Highly that's recommend. what I have as far as TV. Again, that's Pose, Claws, Snowfall, Power, mm -hmm. Grownish is Returning, The Last OG, Mm -hmm. and Black Mirror. Yes. Okay, for movies, um, on May 31st on Netflix, we have Ava DuVernay's When They See Us, yes. which is um, about the Central Park Five. Mm -hmm. um, that's, again, on Netflix May 31st. Mm -hmm. Another Netflix movie to look out this summer is Beats, yes. June 19th. Mm -hmm. It's a coming-of-age story 
about a teenage music prodigy and his unlikely friendship with a high school security guard. This is directed by Chris Robinson, Anthony Anderson is in it, and mm-hmm. also Uzu Odubu. Odubu. Yes, yeah, from Orange is the New Black. Uzu is in it. Yes. I butchered that last name. <laughs> I'm sorry, girl. All right. What else we have? We have um, on Showtime, there's a documentary coming out June 14th called 16 Shots, The Murder of Laquan McDonald. Mm. That seems like it's going to be really good. I'm very yeah. excited about that. Um, we also have The Lion King, yes, July 19th. Yes. And I'm only saying that because we have... Um, Who's in that? Beyonce. Yes. Okay. She's playing young Nyla. And then we also have... Um, Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino is in that. Um, um, of course, um, James Earl Jones. Re- <laughs> what do you call that? Reappraising, prizing his Reprising role. his role, <laughs> role as Mufasa. As Mufasa. <laughs> we are here for it. And then also, um, Shahidi Wright-Joseph is mm-hmm. uh, going to play... Um, young Nyla and Shahidi is our young talent in us Jordan Peele's us yes yes she was Zora the door Mm -hmm. the daughter yes okay very talented very talented and um what I'm personally looking forward to as well is Shaft June 14th coming out oh that hasn't come out yet Jesus June 14th I mean, December. Because like, they, they want y'all on. to get ready because they got to still convince Lord. people like you yeah, they to get on board with Chef. Although I, mean, I love the people who are in it. Like We're talking Richard Roundtree. We're talking about Samuel Jackson. Yeah, Come on. I love, I love the cast. I'm just not sold on the Regina um, Hall. Thank you. Regina Hall is in it. Yeah. I'm excited about Chef. Yeah. I love the cast. Okay. So you're going to go see it then? Maybe not. <laughs> okay well that's all i have for you guys make sure y'all are tuning in and watching and supporting all of this this summer um although the summer is somewhat quiet yeah for networks for film Mm -hmm. um well not necessarily for film because it's summer blockbusters but right the summer is particularly quiet for TV. Mm-hmm. There's still some juggernauts out there. Like I said, um, Snowfall is a big earner for FX. Yeah. So is Pose. Um, Claws Pose, is yeah. doing really well. Um, so it's some stuff out there to watch. There really is. Um, and also, guys, um, I would highly encourage you to definitely watch the content, catch up on our latest shows and old shows that we've had on the, the platforms um, if you miss us. We'll be back in September. Um, we won't be gone for very long. Um, like we said in the beginning of the show, um, we just need a much needed break um, <laughs> for us just to get back and to create and get back to, um, you know, bringing you better, bigger and better um, things for the next season. Correct. Have, we have some great plans. Correct the mundo. Um, so, yeah. Uh, oh, and also we'll be taking a break from social media also from our platform. So if you don't see us posting, it's only because we're gone for the summer, like we said, and just taking a break. We're vacationing, honey. Yeah, guys. Just, you just have vacation plans? Vacation plans? I have staycation plans. I'm still on my um, debt-free kind of thing oh, I'm doing. Okay. So I'm on, this may be the last summer. I okay. mean, if I work right um, and get it together, this should be the last <laughs> summer of this. The next summer I'll be in the Bahamas. Um, but... Um, yeah, so still working on that. So I'm doing a lot of staycations. I'll be by the pool all summer. 
Um, how about you? Um, no vacations planned as of yet. I'm just going to try to relax. Yeah, same. You know. Yeah. That's it. Relaxing, yeah. Um, I'm totally unplugging for social media, period. Really? Um, Even on your personal? Even on my personal. Because I've been on it since we started and just promoting and everything. So I just need a detox. Mm. Um, It'll be great. Um, So starting June, guys, you won't hear me on social media. (laughs) You just won't. (laughs) Sorry. Take your break. I won't be there. (laughs) Do what you got to do. Yeah. I plan on learning some coding this summer and Ooh. just, yeah, just a lot of different stuff I want to learn. We catch up on reading. Mm-hmm. I haven't been reading like I was supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, so catch back up on that and just have some downtime and me time, like you said. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Oh, guys, we'll miss you. Definitely. Have fun this summer. Be mm-hmm. safe. Definitely be safe. And hit us up. Yeah, we'll see you in the fall. All right. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. <laughs>